This week's episode of One Shot is brought to you by Jackbox. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more information. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're bringing you the conclusion of our Exalted series. I want to thank Quinn, Jim, and Rob for playing this with me. I had a blast. If you want to hear more GMing from Quinn, go check out the Swallows of the South podcast, which is also run in Exalted 3rd Edition. Just a reminder, our Exalted series was recorded live at a convention, which made the editing process a little bit more difficult than normal. In this one, you're going to hear more background noise and a little bit more editing distortion than the previous episodes. I'm sorry about that. I did the best I could with what I had. Before we get to the episode this week, I'd like to take a quick moment to acknowledge our Patreon backers. A lot of work goes into one shot. I usually put in more than 40 hours a week, making sure that this show makes it to you every week at a high quality level. Managing one shot is often more than a full-time job. And thanks to our backers on Patreon, I'm slowly transitioning it into my full-time job. If you enjoy what we do here, and we're with you every week, please consider navigating to patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast and sign up to make a small contribution to our network each month. Even small contributions make a big difference. Those dollars add up and go a long way towards making the shows on our network the best they can be. A contribution of just $5 a month unlocks the Secret Archive, a separate RSS feed full of of hours of unaired one-shot bonus content. Before we get to the show, I'd like to name some of the individual contributors who help make our Patreon possible. Thomas Piercarsi, thank you. Gregory Lewis, thank you. William Ijabor, thank you. James Parker, thank you. Genevieve Paquin Sakali, thank you. Michael Kaniga, thank you. Kyle Morcus, thank you. Chris Berry, thank you. Alicia Korn, thank you. And Michael Ornelanus. No. Or no alas. No. <laughs> no? No. I'm wounded. That's that's just not his name. Hold on. Michael Ornalas. Thank you. It's just not Ornalanus. It was Ornalas. Are you sure it's not acceptable when you don't know how to read a name and just throw in a bunch of extra letters? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You just can't turn it into a fantasy name. But yeah, I yeah, I can. Way extra syllables. Cat, clearly I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, but I can. Um, and I think that's all we need for now. Cool, good. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Thanks, guys. If you didn't hear your name, don't worry. We'll be recording another round of thank yous in January after my vacation. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Friends, you must tell me, is this my fault? How would this be your fault now? This situation. We're being punished with this situation for, for acting like gods. Are we not? Dearest Mal, the world is not always just. The world is moved by multiple wills. Many of which are in contest with one another. And you tell me that the celestial heavens have not presented us, our unique group, with this problem, with this situation, confronted us with this tragedy as something other than a test? 
A test, yes, but not a punishment. There's no fault in us, at least not yet. When we make our decision, anything that comes past that will be our fault. And that's why I must counsel caution in the making of this choice. I have seen anguish today, true anguish. I have heard tales of cruelty all put before me because of ego. Hmm. Mal, your your decisions are are always right and always just. And while uh, Chihuil's thought that this is perhaps a test from the gods may be true, none of them are truly worthy to test you. To me, this to me this is a very very simple and straightforward case of restoring balance, restoring what was from what is. We have a case of imbalance because a priest who should be worshipping their god has decided not to. This seems very straightforward matter to me. Mm, I believe you are confused, friend. Am I? Who's given this river authority? A river should have no will but to flow. This god is not doing its job. It must be deposed. Is the river not here for the god? No. There are plenty of rivers in the world that flow without the instruction of gods, and many rivers that will come in years since uh, that will flow without the instruction of gods. This one has been granted special privilege by the people who benefit from it. Edie was a priest who was there to serve. It, it, it is no different. We all suffer for the service that we give. Did you not ask me to give up my arm in service for you? And did I not do it readily and happily to progress your message? We all suffer for our gods. The good servants do it with a smile. No, th- that is that is something darker, more Is wicked. that not how I serve you? That is why we were created, Lee. We were created by gods to police gods. We were given dominion over the earth, and we must take that responsibility quite seriously. We exist because these beings can fail, and have failed. The river must flow. There are thousands of lives that depend on it. Should the god never move the river again, those lives will be extinguished and all the power granted by worship will flee that god, it will dry, shriveled as a husk. If the god cannot serve the people, then it is useless and must be deposed. I only ask, Mal, is your opinion on this based on wanting the river to flow or on your soft heart for Edie? You are a very kind man. Edie, Edie is but one person. I have witnessed his suffering. I feel and know it to be wrong. There will be more suffering if I do not depose this god to right the injustice that has been dealt to Edie. A faithful servant should not be abused. You fought to defend me, and that cost you your arm. I did not strike the arm from your body. Had I done that out of rage for a lack of penitence from you, then I would be wrong, and I should be deposed." If your command is to strike down the god to restore the river, that is a command that I will most certainly follow. This god can no longer hold this position, though it is not clear that he should be struck down. That is something that still must be determined. He has a right to set right the wrong that he has done. 
but no longer a right to divinity. And then what happens of Edie? Edie must live his life. With all this talk of deposing a god, I think it would do us credit to consider, were we to attempt this and fail, that would be what is truly beyond forgiveness. The way things were consigns Edie to a fate worse than death. The river does flow in that case. The river we need to flow. know. We need to know for sure that what we do will succeed before we commit to it. If we try to help these people and fail, we have accomplished nothing but to damn this city. To Chiquitl's point, if we were to return Edie to Wellspring, would not the river flow again? If that is the only concern, there seems to be a simple and 100% certain solution. Perhaps. However, using a simple solution in place of a complex and correct one is never the right course. A river may flow from the mountain and meet the sea. It can take a direct path, moving only through one place, serving only one people. A river may also splinter into a delta, filling a land with lush life and providence. It is a more complex path, but it is also correct. My heart wishes to agree with Mal in this matter, but my mind still demands certainty. Lee, there is one thing you know of me. If this world does not meet the satisfaction of one's heart, I will reshape it until it does. Indeed I do, Mal. My only concern is that you are too kind and too gracious and that you are going to make... You would never make a foolish decision, but you would perhaps make a decision that would cause imbalance instead of balance because of your kind heart to one failed servant. As you said, we all were created to have a place in this world. You were created to balance the gods. A servant was created to serve the gods. A servant chose to serve a god. And a god did not hold up his end of his bargain. Did he not? The river does not flow. He protests like a petulant child. This is merely the first day. We have not seen what he is capable of. We were described behavior that over time became worse and worse. This is merely the first time that the river has stopped flowing. We have no guarantee that if we were to return this servant, that he would allow it to continue to flow in perpetuity. What is the next stumbling block? What is the next problem that may break this fragile creature's heart and condemn this land to a nightmarish hell without water? And our only other alternative to get the river to flow would probably be the death of the god, would it not? The deposition of the god. He must no longer hold the position which he was held... He must no longer hold his position as master of the river. Whether Perhaps. or not this means death is something that I believe I can determine. But I would need to speak with the god again. And I would need your help. Then I think that is our course of action. We go forth and do it. I see the path that we are about to take as a bloody one. And if this is the path, Mal, that you believe will lead us to balance, I will follow it. I fear that I may give my other arm in your service today. A servant's place is to serve. 
Lee, I and must, serve I will. I must ask you, would you ever leave my service? Never. Under any circumstance? Under any circumstance. If you knew me to be incorrect? You could not be incorrect. You are the nature of balance in this world. The world has not seen it all yet. Hmm. What did we discuss right now? This town is out of balance because of the, the, the improper behavior of a god, of a whining child of a beast. And you are here to bring it order. I am here to help in that mission, Mal. That is what I'm here to do. I'm here to bring your mission to fruition. Mal, you know as well as I do that Lee's philosophy hinges on the principle of heavenly command. And you know also that my philosophy does not. My philosophy is a one that is simpler in theory and more complex in practice, and that is the principle of care against harm. I will ascertain the truth of this situation. I will ascertain what can be accomplished, and I will render my decision to you and allow you to make the choice. I merely wish to provide you with certainty. I am willing to act in radical and decisive action, but I am disquieted by the position I am in. Lee, I appreciate your loyalty, but I am shaken by the degree to which you hold those ideas. We must, we must continue this investigation and see it to, see it to an end. I pray that it be the proper one. We're going back to Wellspring. Yes, indeed. So, we cut back to the door to Wellspring Sanctum, and outside of the door, there are actually several figures now, and you can hear hubbub and murmurs coming from the inside. And as you pass into the room, there are, in addition to a number of the vest and fishing pants wearing priest a number of people you would recognize as courtesans from the Blue Lantern District who sit and scrub Wellspring's scales. And as you enter, you can still see tears flowing down the cheeks of this enormous god. He looks up as you enter. I see you have returned. Yes, there is more investigation that must be done. If that is to be the case, then I will ask that my present company excuse themselves as I make the situation more amicable for discussion. Intensely relieved that this is what he is asking for, uh, <laughs> will, uh, graciously bow. I don't have to convince them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the various servants grab their cloths and scrubs. The priests take their incense and their thuribles and slowly proceed out of the room as a soft blue light begins to suffuse the water and glow, centering underneath Wellspring, whose entire body then is suffused with this silver glow, as his form begins to shrink from the massive frogfish 
into something more anthropomorphic, something more resembling a human. Slender, but sturdy, as though it was sculpted from the finest jade, or even orichalcum. He maintains the mottled and golden look of his fish scales. He even retains the round head of a fish. Antlers still protrude from his forehead, and long whiskers dip into the water, pulled behind his shoulders. I hope that you find this form more comfortable to speak with. And I still keep my bright smile and my clear blue eyes focused on him as I take a couple steps closer to Mao and I place my hand on the hilt of my sword. I would speak with you in whichever form you feel most comfortable. Chalquitl can see an almost imperceptible twitch of Wellspring's knuckles as he returns to Mal. This, I believe, should be just fine. I like to look filth in the eyes before I condemn it. (laughs) Know you what I am? I know that you stink like a thief. My, my. I am being met with such unkind words myself and my companions came here to investigate perhaps a chance at redemption for you. I see now that the river spits in my face. There is no need for redemption for one who has done no wrong. You have but one duty, and you are failing in that duty. The river does not flow. So is the right granted me by my position not only with it, the people of Great Forks, but also within the celestial bureaucracy of Yushan. So is the power granted you, but that power also is accompanied by duty. The river must flow. Wish you to serve me with a censure like a member of the Fivefold Fellowship? Yes. So be it. State your grounds. You have failed in your duty over the worship of but a single priest. Tell me. Do rivers flow without gods? Only with the intervention of those more capable. I do not believe you to be capable. (coughs) Ah, you Uh, once again attack my authority, but not answer my question. Are you necessary? Tell me, is the sun necessary? The sun would rise and set without the intervention of gods. It is the worship of men that causes gods to influence the sun at all. You have been granted a magnificent gift, and yet I come here to see you petulantly spit in the face of the very people who drive your power. You know very well that the celestial rankings are determined by mortal worship. I'm afraid you overvalue your position. We give ants a spark of what we are capable of, and you assume that the world revolves around you. With due respect, Lord, you undervalue your own position. Think of it this way, perhaps you can understand it. You are not performing your duty. You are damning this city to a slow death. Because, what, one priest has failed in his duties? You have given the power of life and death over the city to that priest. You have abdicated your duty and given it to the fleeting whims of emotion. If you wish to serve me with censure, 
I will pay the appropriate fines. I am willing to suffer the consequences of my action as is due by the strictures of the celestial bureaucracy. Excellent. I am so happy to hear that. I wish your position. Grant me your power. I will give it to a being more worthy. If you can prove the worth of this being, I shall cede my power. State your preferred method of demonstration. This has gone better than expected. Chain restaurant competition. <laughs> it's an infrastructure building contest. I think, As I rivers, think we got it. As rivers must flow, so too must the economy. I suppose what you are asking is for me to present you with a more worthy vessel for your power. One who has proven commitment and sacrifice to a community for the sake of the well-being of the river. Is this correct? To assume the position of a god, one must not simply charitably benefit those whom it serves. Just as rivers flow, so too do they flood. So too do they knock loose rubble and shatter dams. I'm asking for one who proves that they have the capacity to do what must be done. That they have the power within them to hold ultimate judgment for the people of the Yellow River. I am at an interesting crossroads, friend. Because you have proven that you are not worthy to hold your title. You've demonstrated that quite clearly to me. Yet you present me with a problem that cannot be solved by any mortal being. I don't believe... There is a single soul who should wield such power. Are you suggesting the diffusion of responsibility? Rivers must flow. The only ambition of a river should be to flow. It can wax and wane, flood and dry up. You have granted the river something more. Simply by being a god, you've given the river intention. A... Being that acts with the intention to flood is a cruel one. A being that acts with the intention to dry up is a cruel one. A river is simply a river. And to suborn the flow of a river to the whims of love is monstrously irresponsible. The cold hard reality is this. You have made the world imbalanced, and Mal is here to bring balance. You talk I have made a nothing imbalanced. I was not done speaking, and you would do well not to interrupt Mal. What he has so graciously tried to explain to you, yet you have been incapable of understanding, is the fact that he knows better what to do with your power than you. As far as what should become of it, that is not your decision to make. That is Mal's decision to make. You are a god. We are the hand of fate. We decide what happens. That is of none of your concern. You can relent, or you can resist. Such is the hubris that drove you from this earth millennia ago. If you seek to usurp me like you usurped those who came before me, you leave me no choice but to defend myself. Ah, uh, I seek not to usurp you. That's what you misunderstand. I seek justice. And for us to see justice, you must step down. 
and condemn yourself to a punishment, a punishment of service to this community in some manner. You must make up for the duty that you walked away from. You have a debt to pay. I will agree to this on a single condition. What is your condition, God? I may deem to grant it. That ED2 is appropriately punished for his trespasses. I think this is the first wise thing this God has spoken. Hmm. Tell me, what oaths of loyalty did Edie swear to you, God? Oaths of prayer. Oaths that he should be with me until his dying breath. I see. So, he must be punished for breaking an oath. Abdicate your power now. Tell me, which form would you wish to occupy? How will you serve? If you ask that I take a place among the people... I shall assume a form that more easily walks their halls. I believe it should be more simple than that. You don't need to be around people, but you need to be of the river. Your fate shall be tied to the river. You were once its master. You should understand better than any creature the importance of the river's flow. Perhaps a fish... You suggest that I take the form of a lowly fish. You, sir, are the one who stinks of rot. You are adding to the punishment that must be placed upon you by insulting me. I understand that you are in an emotionally fraught time, and so I have overlooked many slights dealt my way. Be aware that I cannot extend this courtesy much longer. And I cannot bear the ultimate insult to assume the form of the things that I once held direct and powerful dominion over. That's what makes it a punishment. I stated that I would a pay punishment, sir. my fines. This is the fine. You mentioned that my people once disappeared from this world, yet here we stand before you. This is fate. We were presented with this problem for a reason. The celestial heavens guided us to this spot. We could have easily passed this town by foot, miles away from the river. Yet when you stopped the flow, it was our party that came upon the river's shores. We ran to find the anguished cries. This is heaven's judgment. So at this point, I'm going to ask that you roll a Charisma plus Socialize check Alrighty. to convince him to agree to your terms. And uh, how many points that, do I need to spend to be a glowing uh, five at aspect least. of... Five okay. from Peripheral, five will, from peripheral uh, will, will make your cast mark go. Okay, I am definitely going to be spending five from Peripheral, peripheral for this, uh, but it is Charisma... Plus socialize. Plus socialize. And you get plus three from Harmonious Presence Meditation. One step. One more scaly step forward. And this is going violent real quick. Five. All right. And if he is, um, if he's helpless, if he's unable to leave, uh, like, of his own free will, I can force him to tell the truth. So that is eight successes. You can see behind the orb-like 
eyes of Wellspring a shift and then a hardening. He is actually going to be spending a point of willpower to resist your social influence. As he says, I can see the reasoning for your argumentation, perhaps. But you misunderstand. This is not the world which you left five millennia ago. If you wish to reclaim your place at the top of the heaven-ruling mandate, you will prove it to me in the way that you proved it before. And he grabs the two tendrils of his fish whiskers that trail behind him into the water with his hands and, like, whips them into the water, sending an enormous splash as green, venomous, tackling energy starts pouring down them. Everyone should roll join combat. <sighs> yep. Mal, some people just do not understand your grace. That is why I have a left hand, Lee. You can play the left hand of fate all day long. <laughs> Obstructionism is just the worst. <laughs> okay. Circumstantially. Oh, can we yes. get some shared dices over yes. this direction? Thank you. Where is join combat? Oh, I've seen. Yeah. What is it again? It's join a, battle? It's its own thing. Okay, it's its own thing. This is the tiniest of the Look at this thing. And nothing gets modified to that, right? Just join uh, battle? You can spend excellency. You can bolster it with your excellency up to your wits plus awareness if you choose. Where is it on the sheet? That's it is at the very, very, right. very bottom. Jesus, that's a... Oh, there we go. We... We already knew this about the world, but D10s really like me. Uh, wits? <laughs> you, said, you said the excellency is wits and what? Awareness. Okay. Which means you can actually supplement it with sensory acuity prana if you want double nines on it. I do. I absolutely do. Uh, uh, how many did you get? Uh, seven. Damn, Lee. Okay. Uh, and that was for, that was just with a roll nine. Uh, my cast mark appears as I go for join battle with double nines. All right, that's eight. Excellent. And how is Mal faring? Mal gets a respectable one. <laughs> gentleman's one. Gentleman's one. Gentleman's one. All right. So starting at the top of the round, as the water splashes up from the whiplash, is Chalquitl. All right. I'm going to go ahead and use Force Without Fire to hurl a mystical bolt of force out of my bow underneath Wellspring to dislodge him from his seat of power. Ooh, okay. Uh, so... Roll your short-range accuracy pool. I'm looking for where that I, is. It's going to be under weapons. I believe it's 14? Um, yep, it is. And what's that modified by? That is... You can add up to your dexterity plus archery in terms of excellency. Mm-hmm. And you can... Wise arrow for one. Yes, wise arrow for one moat. And then you get two extra dice for your stunt. And you're trying to beat a parry value of six. I'll spend three from personal for excellency. Excellent. Oh my god. Fourteen. 
Wow. So after using Wise Arrow, his defense was five. So you have seven rollover successes, which are added to your base damage. What's your base damage? Fourteen. Wow. So twenty-one, but he has a soak value of eight. Uh-huh. So thirteen dice for damage here. Thirteen, you said? Yes. Oof. Bad roll. That's a three. All right, and Force Without Fire hits them, knocks them back, and then you do not gain the initiative, right? Yeah, they they just lose it, and it, like, sends them flying. So, the arrow strikes Wellspring in the chest and spirals, pushing him back, sending water spraying to either side of him as he whips up his whisker, essentially, and grabs the arrow as it continues to drill into him and throws it off to the side. And it is now Lee's turn. What is Lee going to do? Okay, um... Is there any kind of move in the game that would, like, help me cover Mal at all? There is a defend other action. Okay. Would I still get an attack, or would that be, like, my whole thing? That is your whole turn if you do that. Mm, all right. We're going with the best defense is a good offense. I've heard <laughs> that said before. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I, I turn around. I give Mal a glance, like... This is the time to stand back. This is this is what your your your, your left hand is here for. Right. Um, Remember what we said about being careful. Yes. <laughs> and and I go from I was actually in a kneeling position as soon as Mal's what's the thing called that starts glowing? Anima. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you went full anima, did you? Um, did you? I did, but it, we're going to be having it slowly creep up oh, okay, during okay, this battle okay. instead. Oh, I know, yes. never mind that. Strike that. So after I, I turn and give that morning, uh, after I turn and give that warning to to Mal, I turn back around to the uh, the, the, the beast that's shown its true face at this point. Um, we, uh, we we need to show the people what this thing is. So my plan is, uh, in in one swift motion, I'm going to charge forward. I'm going to draw my sword, strike it in the chest with enough force to literally blow it back through the wall of its own temple and out to the streets. Yes, please. Yeah, that, Are that, you that using? Just builds exactly on what I did. So any charms to supplement this? Uh, I, what do I have that I could use for that? Uh, I believe that you have um, liquid steel flow. I do have. That's a thing. That plus. adds your dexterity, or maybe plus three to the raw damage of all your attacks? Uh, plus five to raw damage. Yes, that's Literally. the one. Okay. And if I may humbly suggest uh, using every point of excellency you are allowed to Oh, yeah, use. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> okay. this is, so, yeah. is going to happen. Up to um, your dexterity plus martial arts. Okay, so I get, if I remember this right, I get a certain number of dice. So you have a base accuracy of 13. 13. So I start with 13 dice, let me... And you are getting a two-dot stunt for this, so it's a base of 15. 13. Two-dot stunt is a base of 15. I can spend up to my what plus what? Uh, dexterity plus martial arts. So Dex probably 10. Yep, 10. So I can go straight to spend 10 points for my peripheral. So 25 dice. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and hit a point of that willpower while we're in there, too. All right, so that's, so that's two, two automatic successes. successes. Yep. And that's uh, another dice, yes. Uh, it's no, an automatic success. The success. Just the success. Yeah. And okay. are you spending that from your personal or peripheral pool? I'm spending that from peripheral. So, so what can... does... Yes, your anima is going to go here, so make sure that you describe that, too. Oh, it's a dragon with eyes of sunlight. I dig it. It can be. You can change it if you it. want. No, I dig it. Because um, it, it, it's full on together with my uh, li- liquid flow steel. Um, I charge at him. Uh, his, his his 
whiskers? What are the mustache? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, his whiskers flip around to try and hit me, and I dive actually down into the pool of water that he is, uh, he, he is right standing near, and I come up, my, my blade is moving and changing the water itself. <laughs> I come up in the form of a dragon. You, you, you see it all around me, the, the bright glow as it illuminates this dark little area. Light scattering in all directions off the water as my blade moving in all sorts of funny directions cuts fairly confidently cuts into him. Yes, please. Twenty-five d tens, I believe, is the count. And, and two, two automatic successes back. against the difficulty of five. Okay. Oh, there's some tens. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven successes. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what is your base damage? Base damage is plus five from that, uh, so it'd be 18. 18 plus six is 24, 20. and then he has a soak of eight, so 16. So 16. 16 dice for damage. Can I spend willpower on damage? Yes, you can spend willpower on any roll. Yeah. So one auto success. Oh, man, I'm seeing Jim D10s love you. As they should. I have prayed, prayed to the gods <laughs> oh of D10s for a long period of time. Uh, so one automatic, one, two, three, four, five, six, ten successes. Damn. So, ten successes. Wellspring was at three initiative after your after Chalquidal's first attack. Lee strikes him in the chest. Your blade sparks against his almost inhuman... Well, his godly and endurable skin, sparks fly out, and you can feel his muscles tense as your sword slashes across it, and then there's a brief moment, and then an immense blowback as he flies through the back wall of his sanctum and tumbles out onto the banks of the river outside of the temple, landing face down in the dirt. He drops from three initiative to negative seven initiative, which means that he is very much on the brink, and you jump up 8 plus 13 initiative from 10 to 23 initiative, and it is Mal's turn. So Mal uh, calmly, serenely walks out of the temple over to the banks of the river. Wellspring is lying in the dirt, gasping for life, um... And suddenly he feels himself being lifted. Uh, Beneath him, a large and powerful tree with many jutting inky black limbs uh, peeks out of the ground. The limbs gently lift him up so that he is looking Mal in the face as glowing plum blossoms uh, begin to appear on the branches. Um, Mal kindly looks into the god's eyes. I have struck you with my two hands. I do not wish to have to strike you again. I offer you, once more, the opportunity for penitence. Submit to your punishment, and you will live. To agree to strike is to agree to be struck. I will have my recourse, and we will see who proves what. My left hand will strike you again, and you will not survive it. We shall see if you can survive my own strike first. So, you can use your action to try to intimidate him into stepping down, or you could do an actual 
attack, but it seems to me like this is maneuvering toward yeah, I an intimidate. Am going to do an intimidate. Um, is that its own skill? Uh, it would be based on this. I would say charisma plus presence. Charisma. Plus you know, presence. I don't even know if I need to attack him, but I want to use my anima to mark him with all of his sins in the sight of everyone up at the top <laughs> of this tree. Yes, please. please. Uh, that's certainly my plan. Alright. I am going history. to spend... And when I spend peripheral, do I get automatic successes? No. no. What, what's the automatic successes? So automatic successes come from stunts, and you're definitely getting a two-dot stunt here, so you'll have an automatic success, and from spending willpower. Okay. I will spend a willpower then. This. So that's two automatic successes going into this. Yep. And I am going to spend another five peripheral into this. Yes, please. What's about to happen is I'm going to see if I can run Quinn out of dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You can roll 40, 46 dice on this decisive attack. Do you think it fail stroke flash? Yep. I didn't roll these, did I? I don't think so. Okay, so uh, then, including the one automatic success or two, two, two auto successes. That's eight, twelve, no, ten, eleven. Eleven, hanging from the tree, his whiskers like droop down into the silt, and though the day so far has been clear, you can see storm clouds beginning to. A mass above the temple. You insult me far too much. If you think that I was intimidated by children with playthings, you are sorely mistaken. And he is going to spend a another point of willpower, but he's only going to be able to resist the intimidation for a single more round. So there's going to be another round, at which point, if he's not fatally wounded, he will cede to you. Okay. Um, at this point, uh, the anima grows even more. The illusion of skin that Mal normally has on his body that makes mortals see him as mortal fades away. Um, his flesh turns to the inky blackness of the tree that uh, has that is growing from the earth. Um, his eyes are glowing pink, two petals uh, from a plum blossom, uh, furiously uh, shining out of the night that has become his flesh. His gaze is undaunted. He kneels uh, down in a meditative stance and sits before the massive tree, which is holding aloft the gasping river god. Excellent. Excellent. So now it is Wellspring's turn as the clouds coalesce into a bolt of lightning that streaks down and branches out, covering his whiskers as he lashes them out into the pool of water inside of the uh, sanctum. It spreads out and arcs, and I need everybody to make a dexterity plus dodge check at a difficulty of three. Oh boy. Jolquidal doesn't have dodge. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> is evasion and dodge the same thing? Dodge is a skill upon which evasion is based. 
I seem to have a lot of stuff that helps me with evasion. Yes. I'll uh, spend a willpower on this. Me too. So read in the wind and uh, dust motes whirling, maybe? Yeah, but I don't want to sacrifice my initiative for other reasons. Yeah. So okay. I think I'm good. All right, cool. So am I able to spend, uh, spend up to my dexterity on uh, moats? No, as well, because it's not it, favored. It's not favored. Oh, God. Willpower for an automatic success. So with the automatic success, I believe I hit three. Uh, ditto. I spent a willpower for the automatic success. Shulkweedle does not. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> my right hand. So, meditating under the tree as the lightning strikes, the lightning actually arcs around the inky aura that Mal is now emitting and simply crashes into the ground next to him. And a small, surprisingly warming fire bursts into the grasses next to him, providing warmth and comfort. Yes, the the fire, the uh, lightning striking the sand, molten glass starts uh, closing around him in the shape of a plum blossom as he yes. sits in the center. Yes. <laughs> so, Chalquidal now takes six dice of lethal damage. So let's see how that goes. So they're not calling it lethal damage makes it scary. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> So, Chalquidal takes three points, which you will mark running down the line with X's. I think that puts you at minus one. At the very bottom of your sheet, there's a health track. Mm -hmm. Uh, And starting at the minus zero, you put X's in each of the... How many again? Three. Okay. Yes, I'm at minus one. Okay. So you are at minus one to all of your abilities and also to all of your static values, including your defense values. Okay. Does uh, just for my clarity, does minus one means he rolls one less die or gets one less success? One less die. Okay. And how does uh, Lee evade the lightning striking into the pool? Um, yeah. So the lightning strikes down into the pool, uh, and his uh, his his glowing gold dragon uh, that has been floating around him uh, literally just lightly dips into the water right for lightning strikes and picks him up by his feet. Uh, up into the sky. <laughs> well, we're about to go super anime. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and as he ascends into the sky, it rolls over from the god's turn to Lee's turn as he soars above everyone else at 23 initiative, and everybody regains five motes at the top of the round. Because every round in this game, you get extra motes to incentivize you to keep using your cool powers. Wow. So, what is Lee going to do in what is almost certainly the conclusion of this battle. Uh, Lee shouts down to, uh, to Mal, May I be your left hand? And he knows what that means. Man, I'm at a tough intersection because I feel like death is too easy for this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm inclined to agree with you. If it makes you feel any better, I can mark his shattered pieces with every sin that he's ever committed so that the people of this city will always know of the injustice that they were made to suffer. And then I can, of course, prove that you're amazing, too. (laughs) My left hand wishes to strike you, and I cannot stand in its way. And that is all I needed to hear. 
as as we are going to use my fatal stroke flash. <laughs> as I'm standing above the dragon, we soar higher and higher. The gold light comes out from the dragon's eyes. They clear all of the clouds that came forth from the gods' earlier attack, dispersing them entirely. You actually see... Um, Bay, what, what, do you have a symbol, something? A what is you? I, I your, mean, um, your blossom. Yeah, plum, plum blossom. blossom. You, you see the symbol of a plum blossom appear on the dragon's forehead, and then as I am standing gently on top of its forehead as it does this, it tosses me up slightly, it opens its mouth and swallows me, and flies up higher and higher and higher into the sky. It turns down towards the earth, rocketing down faster and faster till it is nothing but a blur. Halfway down its flight, it opens its mouth, and a giant blast of radiant energy comes out, and I come flying forth from the mouth, sword in hand, ready to strike, and I come all the way down to the ground and hit with a massive explosion of of Mal's holy energy. We have to get some... Damn it, Jim. I'm only supposed to give one three-dot stunt per session, but I can't not give this another hey, one. technically it's two sessions because we had that break. <laughs> that is true. You're that is true. correct. The best kind of correct. Yeah, the only important <laughs> kind of correct. Okay, um, so you're going to have to help me with the math here. Oh, yes. Essentially, this, I, I know, is adding so, the dice in the difference between our initiatives. Yes, but it stops when he hits zero, so you have 23 base initiatives, so it'll be 46 on your damage. But okay. you have to roll to hit him first. Okay. Which you do without the accuracy bonus from your weapon, because it's a decisive attack, so it's ten dice. Okay. So I've got ten dice. What can you spend? To hit him. Up to ten. I can spend up to ten, which of course I'm doing. Might as well spend a willpower since you just got two free points of it. Absolutely, I know. And you have two automatic successes. So three automatic successes with the willpower, yes? Yes. Oh my god, Jim, stop! Oh man, D10s are real fond of Jim. This proves that there is balance in the heavens. There is <laughs> 15 successes. <laughs> oh my... Do I get, um... Oh no, I get double nines on my damage roll with that attack, yes. too. Yes, so now roll 43 dice of damage <laughs> as the explosion of your energy what? strikes this god. This is the only reason I did not have him cede to your intimidation. (laughs) 43? Yeah. I sort of knew this had to end with Jim's... Yeah, that's literally the only reason he wasn't just like, sorry, I give up. I have big hands and I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) No, Trump is my X card issue. We don't talk about Trump at games. There's just so much to it. 20 successes oh, wow. on damage. Yeah. So nothing <laughs> realistically can survive this. I'm assuming that Lee is striking with overwhelmingly lethal intent. Uh, no, I, I want to knock him out with a non-lethal blow. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> yes. Of course. We are we are striking this god for, for daring to talk back to Mal. So. He is cleaving the idea of this god asunder with yes. this strike. And... As Lee lands opposite Wellspring, the plum blossoms of Mal's anima are rustled softly, gently falling down like rain as a golden glow begins to build in the laceration 
that has built across Wellspring's chest, and it fills with golden energy as his eyes begin to go wide, and he shudders. I... I was a fool. And he explodes in the radiant energy. And I think that Chalquitl wanted to add something to that. Indeed. Seeing the defeat of this id-driven monster, <clears throat> Chalquitl calls upon his anima and releases a storm of golden arrows that twist and storm about like a hurricane, gathering every exploded scrap of flesh and light from the slain god and in every square inch pinning them to the trunk of the plum tree where they unfurl as scrolls of law dictating the proper conduct of gods oh man we have a Lutheran moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was the true story of how the Lutheran movement began. Uh, he, he, he rises from his uh, kneeling position from which he fired his arrow. His garments are still smoldering from his recent electrocution. And he approaches the plum blossom that has grown from the glass uh, where Mal now meditates, and kneels. My friend, if you are to be the god of this river and its people, I will be its judge and mediator. Our task is far too important for us to deal with the flow of a petty river. As long as it flows and its duty is done, it needs no god. However, our work is not yet done. The glass blossom, uh, starts to unfurl, uh, and Mal gets to his feet walking down the jagged glass petals unharmed by them. The giant glass blossom sits at the bottom of this massive inky black tree with, uh, glowing words scrawled into it, uh, with the law for gods, uh, now made clear to see for anyone on earth and in the heavens. Um, the river itself, the water of the river, uh, starts to curl up. Um, it dances in the form of a fish, in the form of a koi, around Mal's arm. He holds in his hand all of the strength, fury, and life of the river, the power of a god. It is sad to say that even though our unfortunate god did not agree to our accord, he was right in one sense. Justice must be done. Justice must be done to this servant. It is with a heavy heart we must approach him. Excellent. Then I shall follow you with my eye for truth to... Whatever end, my lord. And will my left hand follow me there as well? I will follow you wherever you need, Mal. So, uh, with with roots and plum blossom, <coughs> with, with small plum trees, uh, <coughs> with small plum trees springing up around his feet as he walks towards... What, which district did we call it? The I think it was just the... 
the slums. Yeah, as as he walks towards the slums, uh, a glowing halo of light uh, at his back, surrounded by his companions. Um, Mal approaches the slums uh, and looks for what's the uh, what's the priest's name again? Edie. Edie. Yeah, he enters the square of the slums. I seek audience with Edie. And as you say this, the crowds around the slums begin to murmur as first from the crowd, Ahmed approaches, followed by his cousin. You do not look like the man that I spoke with earlier. What reason do you have to want to talk to my cousin again? I must mete out heaven's justice, and it is with a heavy heart that I do this. And you see Ahmed reach almost instinctively for the knife that he had kept at his side, but which is now in your possession. And his eyes go down, and his fierce facade breaks as he reaches, and Edie's hand clasps his shoulder as Edie says to his cousin, It's fine. It's quite fine. I accept that what I've done might bear consequences. Just don't let this happen to anyone else in the family. And he touches his forehead to his cousins, and they share a single inhalation, taking in the same breath, before Edie steps forward. Edie, I stand before you because you believe you left the service of a god, but you did not pledge yourself to that god. You pledged yourself to a river. And so I did. That river remains while that god is no more. And you can see a wave of strange relief play across Edie's face. You know the fury of a god, and you know the fury of a river. You have seen what it can do to people. Gods have a place in this world. There are ways that mortal men can control natural elements. As I leave this community, as I must, because my companions and I have greater work to be done, I must be assured that this community has that same power. Without the ability to worship and influence the river, it must be dealt with differently. I wish not to do this to you. It is a heavy burden that I task you with. But I can see by the look in your eye and the marks on your flesh that you are a more than faithful man. For the rest of your days, you will command the power of the river. It may be some... And uh, as he does that, he unfurls a hand, and the watery, fish-like form uh, swirls around Edie. You will live the life of a, nor a normal man. You will grow old, and you will die. But in that time, you will command the waves, you will command the flow. Do you understand the severe burden that I have tasked you with? And Edie drops into a bow. It is not graceful. It is almost as though the weight of an entire river is now flowing along his back, holding him to the ground. And as he does this, the top of his robe peeks up, and the watery fish slides down into his back. And 
voice cracking, he says, I, I do. Do you understand your oath to your community? Rolling his sleeves up, he says, I do. Do you understand the love of your brother? Standing now, he says, I do. Gods carry difficult tasks. It is power beyond any being's comprehension. I have seen that you, in the face of tremendous adversity, have sought to do duty. And it was only at the cracking of justice that you shirked that duty. You may not walk away from this, but I believe that you, more than almost any being that I have met, can handle this task, at least until your dying day, at which time a new god shall rise. But people will see a mortal man wield that power. People will see that gods must be held accountable to their actions. And that is justice. Thank you, Edie. Thank you, Chrysanthemum Malefluent, Chalquizel, Lee. It is because of you that on this day, Great Forks, perhaps even the entire River Province, sees itself much for the better, and a low rumbling can be heard through the streets, which then turns into a rushing sound as finally the river begins to flow gently onwards toward the sea. And the power of the river now rests in the heart of the slums. I believe there are going to be some magistrates that will need us to fill out paperwork for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mal. And it turns into a picture as they all laugh. The <laughs> end of anime. That's right. End of the anime. <laughs> oh. Quinn, thank you so much for running that for us. Thank you so much for having me. That was a blast. Many dice were harmed oh, in the making of this podcast. <laughs> yes. no, None of them gyms. Kind. They, yeah, were they were very kind. to Jim's will. Yes. Awesome. D10s have to go to the mountain to propitiate with Jim McClure. <laughs> well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with Trinity. Featuring special guests Jeff and John from System Mastery and John Rogers, showrunner for some of my favorite television programs like Leverage and The Librarians. It's going to be a fun episode. Like I mentioned in the introduction, I will be on vacation from December 15th through the end of December. The next couple episodes of One Shot are pre-recorded and edited, so there should not be a disruption in your regular programming. However, our email address, GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com, may have fewer people working to respond to emails and my twitter account at one shot rpg will definitely be more silent than it normally is i'm looking forward to getting some time to myself so that i can start the new year fresh we've got a lot of exciting projects on the way and i cannot wait to share them with you with u.s intelligence agencies confirming that russia conspired to make donald trump our president it's imperative that citizens demand action from our representatives this week i'm challenging one shot heroes to take a small amount of time each day to call their representatives both in the Senate and House of Representatives to ask how they plan to respond to this frightening news. 
Calling is easier and more effective than you think. You can find links to find your representative's phone numbers in the show notes. OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who's looking for a new show, check out Our Fair City. Our Fair City is a subversive, post-apocalyptic science fiction audio epic for the internet. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.